Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a certified health coach, certified personal trainer, and soon to be a certified brain rewiring coach. We're going to be talking about all things training, nutrition, mindset, and hormone balancing for the Lady Climber. You can learn more about me and the services I offer over at ladybetacoaching.com and over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Lady Beta Podcast. I am super, super happy that you're here and choosing to spend your time with me. I'm stoked because today I'm going to be busting five different myths about being an entrepreneur, ones that I hear really frequently, questions that I get a lot. And I think if you are either somebody that owns your own business or are thinking about growing a business, starting one, I think this is going to be really helpful for you. I'm really excited to dive into these because we all know at this point, I really love talking about business, growing a business. It's a huge passion of mine. And that leads me right into my updates for today. So if you are on the waitlist for Ignite, the waitlist enrollment is going to be opening on Thursday. Insert celebration noises here. I'm really, really pumped for this because not only are you going to be saving a significant amount of money if you're on the waitlist, but you're also going to be able to secure a 90 minute one-on-one intensive with me. And you're finally going to be able to get some direction in your business. So I'm not going to be leaving enrollment to the waitlist open for very long because it is such a good freaking deal on this program. If you're doing both the coaching calls and Ignite as a program together as a bundle, you're going to save over $1,500, which is actually insane when it comes to starting a business, getting all that support, the strategy, you get the program, the coaching calls, you get all of it all in one. You also get that 90 minute intensive on top of that if you join from the waitlist. So I'm really, really excited about that. And with this, the reason that I really wanted to do this program live this time is to really be able to foster more of a community sense. I ran a mastermind back in the winter with all of my business clients and it was such a positive experience for me and for them to be able to feel like they had other people that they could really rely on. It's really a good place to foster a lot of camaraderie and positive feelings towards others in the industry and really be able to feel like you have biz besties that you can freaking count on, that you can vent to, that you can really just like they absolutely understand where you're at. Networking is so incredibly important and so is getting people to where they need to go. So for me, I don't do as much climbing coaching anymore, but I know that I have a really great network of coaches that I can refer people to if I need to, or if somebody needs something really specific, if they need, let's say a running coach, if they need help with real estate, I have people that I can refer those people to. And it's so great to just know that like, yep, okay, I'm not the person, but I know exactly who can help you with this. So networking super important. And the reason that I really wanted to do Ignite Live this time is because of that mastermind. When you get people together and all those people have the same goal, you get them in an intimate setting where everybody can have a lot of time and attention. You can learn so, so much from other people and really be able to answer a lot of the questions that you might have and accelerate the entire process. Because not only are you going to be learning from other people who are in the same spot as you, but you're also going to be able to share your wisdom, your expertise, and really be able to feel 
really solid in what you have to say. It builds up a lot of confidence. It can help you feel like you have a lot more authority in your niche. It's just all good things from that. So I'm really, really pumped to be running this live. So again, if you're on the wait list for Ignite, enrollment is going to be opening on Thursday. I'm not going to be leaving enrollment open for very long. So make sure if you're on the wait list, you hop on it, hop on it. If you have any questions, send me a DM over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching. You can also send me an email, although I'm a lot more likely to respond to Instagram DMs. So more details coming out about that soon. There will also be a really exciting announcement coming your way this week as well, all about growing and scaling your business. So it's one thing just to get clients. It's another thing entirely to have a business that feels sustainable and really works for you, not the other way around. You're not the one just working in your business constantly, you know, scaling to six, seven figures and really being able to make a huge impact in the niche that you're in. So stay tuned for that. There's lots of really good, exciting things coming this week. I'm really, really, really pumped to dive into today's topic. So five myths about being an entrepreneur or owning your own business. And again, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I hear a lot of misconceptions or there's just a lot of things, limiting beliefs floating around that I think that people have. And I really wanted to clear some of these up. So let's start by diving into the first one. So the first myth about being an entrepreneur that I think people really need some clarity around is passive programs. So the thing that I wrote down here is passive programs, just making you money, just like raking it in with the passive programs. A lot of people think that if they just create a program, that's like a PDF that's downloadable, that people can just purchase that, you know, that's it. They've made it. It's good to go. Like you don't really need to do much beyond that. And I really want to bust this myth because you need a ton of strategy here. This is not just like a build it and they'll come scenario. Like you really do need to have a lot of strategy in place. You need to have a very solid foundation. You need a warm audience that trusts you. You probably need to have an audience that has bought things from you in the past already. So by either working with people one-on-one in a group coaching setting and really being able to have that social proof. So having proof that by working with you, people are going to get results. They're going to get transformations. And the reason that I say this is because if you are just somebody that is afraid to put yourself out there, but maybe you have a lot of great ideas and you're like, okay, I'll just create a passive program and then people will purchase that and that can be it. But if people don't really know who they're purchasing from, if they don't really know who you are, what you're all about, it's just, it's not really going to work that way. And the thing about passive programs as well is you do really need to have a strategy in place to be able to drive leads towards your passive program. You need to have something that actually is like a freebie to actually start to like funnel people into getting used to you, getting used to your coaching style, getting used to working with you and building up a lot of that trust with your audience as well. Because if people don't know you, they don't like you, they don't trust you, they're not going to buy from you. And this is a lot of what I teach inside Ignite is the no like and trust factor. We want to let your audience really get to know you, your personality, your quirks, what makes you you. We want to get them to like you. So sharing different vulnerable bits about your life, you know, really like people in and then they're going to start to trust you and then that's when people will actually buy things from you is when they see you as a whole authentic genuine person. So passive programs, they can be really, really excellent sources of money. And for me, I love waking up to payment notifications. Um, I have funnels set up for my passive programs. And essentially what a funnel is, is I have created programs that I 
consistently drive leads to. So whether that's from my website, you can sign up for a freebie for either core training programs, you can sign up for a freebie for isometric training, and then you'll receive a series of emails. And at the end of those emails, I actually pitch you on my programs with a discount code. And that's how I set my funnels up. But I'm consistently driving leads to those places, to my website. And then also I always include those links in the podcast show notes as well so that people can click on those and they get a lot of value, they get that freebie, but then if they want more, a deeper dive into that specific individual topic, then they can purchase the program. So consistently driving leads, you know, it's never far from my mind, trying to always generate more and more leads to click on those freebies so that people can actually start to have those in their immediate kind of like presence and they can really be surrounded by my offers essentially. So Again, passive programs, they can be really excellent and they can be a great source of income and revenue. But typically when I work with my clients, I have them grow their business using that one-on-one coaching model first, really working with people, getting them really, really amazing transformations. And then once they have a good handle on, okay, these are typically the things that people struggle with. Here's some themes that I'm noticing. Here's a a resource essentially that I can create as a standalone that I have anticipated all the FAQs or maybe I've already answered them for clients in the past and then creating a program based off of that. So that's really the strategy there and being able to work with people in a capacity where you're learning beyond a doubt what they're struggling with so that you can create that resource for them as that passive standalone offer. So the next one that I really want to do some myth busting around is People thinking that you need capital or you need investors to start your business or that you need a business loan or you just need some external flow of cash. And, you know, if you are somebody that wants to have a business in a physical location, you want to own a building, you want to like have products. Yes, absolutely. That might be the case. But for businesses that if you're an online coach, if you use social media to market your business, you really don't need to spend a lot of money on your business. Like I actually sat down and broke it down and did the math and you can actually have a very successful business spending about 40-ish dollars a month. And I think a lot of the time this blows people's mind because they're like, oh my God, I need a website and email and I need ads and like all of this shit. And like, you don't need all of that shit. Like I promise you, you are overcomplicating it. That is self-sabotage. You don't need those things. It's so, so, so easy to start for cheap with an online business. So if you're an online coach, if you're somebody that coaches climbing, if you're a healer, if you're a practitioner of any sort, if you coach nutrition, running, whatever it is, you can use a lot of these free apps like Instagram, Facebook, you know, obviously making sure that like you know that you don't own these things. So if those platforms ever go down or they crash, like you're probably going to lose a lot of that information. Why? Which is why it's also smart to save things to a hard drive, an external hard drive. So whenever you post on Instagram, you want to make sure that you're saving your content and have it in multiple places. You know, it's don't put all your eggs in one basket is what I'm saying here. But you can use these free apps to really get a good following. You can use YouTube. You can use a podcast. Like there's so many different platforms that you can use to really spread word of mouth for your business. And when I did the math and like really broke it down, okay, here are the things that you need that I like highly recommend that you have as a business owner. These are services that you pay for email, super important to have an email list because when you pay an email service provider, that's something like MailChimp, ConvertKit, whatever you want to use. ClickFunnels is another one. Flowdesk, 
when you pay these email service providers, you own those emails. And it is a smart idea to download your CSV files and to be able to keep those emails in a separate place in case your email ever crashes so that you have like a physical hard copy of those emails. And being able to really know that like, okay, this is my list. I'm building this. You know, if anything ever happens, I still at least have this, you know, Facebook, Instagram, they're connected. They could go down at any time. We won't really like entertain that idea too much, but it is smart to have an email list as a backup. Most email service providers are around $15 a month. It kind of depends. I think I pay around 40 for mine and most of them depend how many people you have on your email list. Um, I want to say MailChimp really depends on how many emails or broadcasts that you send out. So it just, take some playing around with really seeing like which email service provider that you like best. I use ConvertKit. I super, super love it. And it works really well for me. I think it sets up funnels really well. It separates and segments my audience really well. I have had a great experience with it. And the other one that I would suggest having is a booking or scheduling link. So something like Calendly. I know a lot of people use Acuity and really like it. So this is gonna be around like 10-ish dollars a month. And for all of these, I highly recommend doing the yearly payment. It's gonna be a lot cheaper than paying monthly for each of these services. So yeah, it's a little bit more investment upfront, but you're gonna save money over the long run. And that's also putting that frequency out into the universe that like, hey, I know my business is gonna be successful. And this is the this is essentially the frequency at which I would like to run this as I'm paying ahead of time because I know this is gonna pay for itself just like that. So highly recommend using that yearly subscription if you find services that you like. And then the last one that I think is going to be really important is using something if you're especially if you're doing one on one calls or if you're doing something like a group coaching program, Zoom or Skype and paying for the professional version of that. So that's going to be around $15 a month. And I swear to God, I use email, my booking services, I use Calendly. And I use Zoom each and every single day. And these pay for themselves just so, so quickly, so, so quickly. They make my business more professional. They make the flow really nice. And for me, those are my top three kind of must haves. So, and those are not that much a month. So it's like 15 plus 15, you know, that's 30 plus 10, that's 40. Like you can really do this on a budget. Like you do not need to have a website. And that's something that I wanted to touch on too, is a lot of people think like, oh my God, if I don't have a website, people aren't going to think I'm professional. And yes, it's nice to have a website, but is that necessary to start? Absolutely not. And here's the thing. And similar to what I said about the passive programs is if you're not consistently driving leads to your website, it doesn't matter. So make sure that you hone your craft and your service first and then give it a place to live. Don't put the cart before the horse and think that you need to have a website first. You can wait quite a long time to have a website. It's really not as necessary as a lot of people think. You're probably wasting a bit of time on it and you know, like all the about pages. And especially if you have a hard time writing copy and writing about yourself, like this is something that you could hire out later on. Like it's really not as necessary as you might think. So other services that are nice to have, but not necessary. So something like Canva, which is essentially for, um, people that are not <laughs> super graphically design 
inclined. So for me, Canva is such a lifesaver. It makes things look really pretty. My graphics, I create a lot of my programs in there. That one's around 13 to $14 a month. I think it's super nice to have. It's definitely not necessary, but you can also do the free version of that as well. Play around with it and think if you like it or not. So you can absolutely start an online business for less than a hundred dollars a month. And you know, there are other things that you can do that you can start to add in that are really going to improve the flow, your onboarding process and give people, you know, a better experience, but definitely don't think that it takes a lot of investment or capital to start something right off the bat. So for me, it was really such a confidence boost to be able to start a business without going into debt to do it. And I'm not saying that if you have done this, that that's a bad thing whatsoever, but I am saying that like you can do this for cheap. Um, the thing here is making sure that you're really remembering like, okay, am I in my head about this? Am I essentially saying I need to do this thing before I can do this thing? And it's, it's like the website. Like a lot of people are like, oh, but I haven't done my website yet. So I, I just like can't move forward in my business. So make sure that you're regularly checking in with yourself and making sure that you are not the one standing in your own way. Okay, moving on to number three. This is something that I hear a lot as well. And this one is that it won't work if it's not in person. So we all know with COVID that it's definitely changed the way that we do a lot of things. And this is really such a fun myth to bust because doing things over Skype or over Zoom can actually be more effective. And I really do think it's better for everybody involved, both parties, because it's less drive time, it's less transportation time. You literally just log on, do the thing and you're done. And you can also have recordings of things too. So for all of my clients, I let them record the meeting if they want to they can go play it back they can listen to it on their own time because yes taking notes is super effective but sometimes just hearing the things can be really activating and can be really helpful as well so you know, with climbing coaching, I think a lot of people before the pandemic were like, well, I kind of just like want an in-person coach. Like, I'm just not sure that that would work, but you can actually get a lot of conversation going. So I really like to use this app called Voxer. Voxer is really, really helpful for me because it can be used as like a walkie talkie. You can go back and forth with your clients and you can get a lot of really, really amazing coaching going in Voxer. And you can actually get a lot more touch points than you could just working with people in person. So I communicate with my clients pretty much daily versus if I were seeing somebody in person, it would just be that in-person session and then not much in between then. And when people are trying to run a business, you never know when questions are gonna pop up. You know, it might be two in the morning, so you wanna make sure that you're there to support your clients. But absolutely, I think something can be, you know, just as effective, if not more so, when it's run in an online format. So. If you're somebody that has a business and you maybe haven't taken it online yet, that's definitely something to think about. It's something that, you know, like this is kind of the way of the future. Like this is the way that things are moving. So thinking of ways and brainstorming ways that you can move your business more online because ultimately that's going to free up more time and space for you. It's going to be much better for you in the long run. Number four, okay, this one I'm really pumped about. So 
Being an entrepreneur or business owner is only for certain types of people or it's only for extroverts. So you might not know this, but I am an introvert, like hardcore introvert. And I never would have considered myself, you know, somebody that's like charismatic or a people person, but that's because I was in the wrong jobs in the past. You know, I was trying to sell essentially other people's products or services or whatever it was. And it wasn't until I really stepped into this role that I was like, wow, okay, I really do love working with people, you know, kind of like under my terms and the things that I want to teach them and really having a lot more freedom and flexibility in what I'm able to do. And that's where I really realized like, oh my God, like, yeah, I can be an introvert, but I can also really (laughs) essentially be a chameleon and be an extrovert when I need to, because I'm in alignment. I like what I'm doing. And that's the key piece there is if you are in alignment and you like what you're doing, you're going to naturally be magnetic towards people that are meant to work with you. So You definitely do not, you do not need to be an extrovert to have the type of job that I have to be an online coach. You can be an introvert. So for me, the way that this works out is I need a lot of alone time. And I know that I rest and recharge by coming back to me and which is great because I don't want a business where I have to work 60, 70 hours a week. I want a business where I can do the minimum effective dose, still have a really successful business and then be able to go climbing and have some me time on top of that. So it really works out for me because when I'm feeling like, okay, man, I have like too many calls, you know, that for me is a big signal. Like, okay, it's time to scale the business again. I need to do more group programs. It's time to do less one-on-one and maybe it's time to take a little trip or vacation or a couple days off of work. So for me, it works out really well. And I really am able to listen to my gut feeling for that. That feels really good. Okay. And last but not least, number five. Okay, here we are. The last myth that I'm busting today. So this one is that you can't or aren't cut out for owning a business and that it has to be hard. Okay. So I definitely thought that owning a business had to be hard because A, I'd never really seen it modeled and B, it just was like this nebulous thing that I was like, oh my God, like people are probably working like 70, 80 hours a week. They're like really struggling to make it work. And turns out it does not have to be hard. It does not have to feel like a struggle. It doesn't have to feel like a burden. It doesn't have to feel like your life is burning down around you, but it certainly will be if you try to do it all yourself. And if you try to do it without any support. So like for me, when I was really trying to make things work, I was like trying to make it as a food blogger. It felt fucking impossible. I was like, there's literally no way this is happening for me. And that's because I was trying to DIY my business. I was trying to just figure it out. I was listening to all the free resources and I was like, wow, why isn't the needle moving at all? And for me, ultimately, this is why I created Ignite is so that I can help people through that. Because once I started to invest in my business, holy shit, my entire world changed. My entire world changed. Once I hired a coach, once I got strategy, once I got support, once I started getting rid of the shitty limiting beliefs and the shitty narratives that I was telling myself about it had to be hard, that's when things really changed for me. So it does not have to be hard. So if, if, your business right now feels hard and getting clients feels hard, growing or scaling feels hard, getting on social media feels hard. I invite you to take a look at what other areas of your life feel difficult or hard right now. Because if we think one thing feels hard, we're probably going to think other things feel hard. For me, I think things feel easy. Like things come easily to me. If something feels hard in my life, I either let go of it, find a different way to thought shift around it, or I hire somebody else to take care of that issue. So 
when you're really looking at your business and you're thinking, okay, what are my goals here? What are the things that I want to achieve? What what I want to accomplish? What type of impact do I want to have? And then are the actions that I'm taking lining up with that? And a huge one that I always come back to in this instance is if you're somebody that has a business where somebody purchases services from you, if you're an online coach, you're a service provider, whatever it is, and you're not actively investing in yourself, how can you expect people to invest in you? That's such a mismatch. That's actually like <laughs> hypocritical at that point because you're saying, okay, I'm I'm kind of worth it. So I think people should invest in me, but I'm not worth it enough to actually get the help that I need to move my business forward. So for me that when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, that's such an eye-opening thing because no wonder it's all about that frequency, the intention that you're putting out there. I know that I'm so worth it. I know that I can bet on myself and that's why I spend out on coaching and you know, I have no issues hiring mentors. If I really like the way that they're running their business, if I like their energy, I pay to surround myself in their energy because I know it's going to come back to me tenfold because I'm sitting there telling the universe like I believe in myself so much for this that I know because of that people are going to be attracted to work with me I'm going to be more magnetic because of it so really thinking about what areas of your life feel hard and then are you taking the action to move the needle forward I think is super super important because it doesn't have to be hard it can actually feel really fun it can feel really fulfilling you can feel really successful in your business and it can feel really life-giving it can be such a game changer to finally feel like, wow, okay, here are the bullet points. Here, Here's the to-do list for today. Great. Do that. And you're going to move the needle forward on your business instead of trying to guess. So again, that's why I created Ignite. And that's why I am so passionate about helping other people with their businesses. Because once I finally accepted and I just surrendered, I was like, I fucking need help. Like that's when everything changed for me. So again, if you're on the wait list for Ignite, make sure you're paying attention for Thursday. Enrollment is going to be opening and I cannot wait to be welcoming in the live round. So that's going to be Thursday, April 15th. Hey, text day, but that's when spots are going to be opening. Lots of good things to come. I am pumped. And if you have not yet left a rating or a review of the show, make sure you go and do so because I'm actually doing a giveaway with Fizzy Vantage. So their brand new flavor of collagen, peach, mango, Fuck yeah, super pumped. Just in time for summer, summer smoothies, summer recovery training smoothies. Oh my God, so excited for this. And it tastes so good. If you leave a rating and a review of the show, I'm going to be doing a giveaway. Two people are going to win these packages. I'm super excited. I have 50 five-star rating reviews right now. Not 55 star rating reviews, but 50 individual five-star rating reviews. And I would love to add to that. Please, please, please go leave a rating and a review. This helps me so much. This helps grow the show. And it really, really also helps me when you share on Instagram, tag me, tag a friend that needs this information. I am so excited to grow this podcast even further. It is one of my absolute favorite, favorite ways to connect with you and to really share information in a more longer format. You guys can get to know me better and I can really dive deep into these topics. So again, with the giveaway, the details, all you need to do is leave a rating and a review on iTunes. If you've already left a rating and a review, you'll be entered, but you can always update your review as well. And then that'll put you more towards the top of the queue. So leave that rating and a review and I will be drawing monthly, actually, a giveaway winner, which I'm pumped about. So leave that rating and review. You'll be entered to win giveaway. You'll try the new peach mango. It's delicious. I'm super excited about it. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and we will talk again next episode.